I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. In Psalm 122. Let's open our Bibles to Galatians chapter 3 for an opening passage of Scripture. Galatians chapter 3. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. The Galatian churches, and these were the churches of Galatia, addressed in this particular epistle, were divided churches. Because they were part Greek and part Jew. They were part Gentile and part Jew. So there was a division, a strong division among them, as I have mentioned to you in preaching through Romans 14 and teaching you about Christian liberty. They were divided churches. And it was a severe division. There was a wall of partition between Greeks and Gentiles until the cross of Christ. And even after that, the cultural and religious and national differences between the two parties was significant. And yet, look at what Jesus Christ does according to these verses. And I want the 28th verse above all. There is neither Jew nor Greek. It doesn't make a bit of difference if you were once God's chosen people for the 1,500 years that the Jews were God's chosen people, or if you were a Gentile or Greek and you were not God's chosen people. There was no longer any difference. There is neither Jew nor Greek. And if the Lord Jesus Christ can put away divisions as significant and as great as the difference between Jews and Gentiles, how much more easily should we be able to overlook all the little differences on the little practical things of life if we're all in Christ? There is neither Jew nor Greek. It's all gone, those divisions. There is neither bond nor free. And those are significant differences if you were a bond slave or if you were a free man. Those are significant. But they disappear in Christ Jesus. Though... While in the world, there were bondmen and there were freemen, and those differences did exist, practically, the bondman still went to work for his master, and the freeman still went to work in his free place of employment, but it was all gone in Christ. And it goes on to say there's neither male nor female. Is the difference between a man and a woman significant? Anatomically? Emotionally? Psychologically? Sexually? I mean, it's different, and the the difference is large. But it's all gone in Christ Jesus. Because in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are all equals. And the Lord will hold each one of us up. And the Lord will cause each one of us to stand. And God has received us all, whether we be Greek or Jew, whether we be bond or free, whether we be male or female. We are all one in Christ Jesus. We are all one in Christ Jesus. And that is the bond that holds us together and should make us to be like-minded with one mind and one voice to glorify God according to Jesus Christ as Romans 15 would describe it. I have, I just love this verse and the way that it expresses it. Very significant differences, far greater than any matter of liberty we're going to talk about today, dissipates and disappears in Christ Jesus. 
And these are very real differences that continued to exist, but in Christ, they don't exist. Women and wives still submit to husbands and men. Employees and servants still submit to masters. And there's a huge economic difference and an employment difference between bond and free, but it's all gone in Christ Jesus. Turn over a few pages to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, and let me read a companion text to Galatians 3.28 in Paul's other epistle. Colossians 3.11, it says here, where there is neither Greek nor Jew. Here we go down the list again, but the list is going to be somewhat different. Circumcision nor uncircumcision. Circumcision made a difference among men for 2,000 years. See, I'm backing up not to Moses when I said 1,500 years about being a Greek or a Jew, but 2,000 years to back all the way up to Abraham who circumcised Ishmael and Isaac. Circumcision was huge in the world. For 2,000 years in Christ, gone. I love 1 Corinthians 7.19. It says, circumcision is nothing. Uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping the commandments of God. What verse does that sound like? Romans 14.17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let me say it again. Circumcision is nothing. This is the God of heaven saying that. Uncircumcision is nothing, but keeping the commandments of God. That's the true righteousness of Romans 14.17. So here in Colossians 3.11, there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, doesn't matter, barbarian, the Greeks called basically any other nation than theirs, barbarians, because they weren't as intellectually uh, disposed or educated as much as the Greeks thought they were. Scythian, which are the peoples living to the north and east of the Black and Caspian Seas, Mongols and Russians, considered below the barbarians. Barbarian, Scythian, notice there's no nor among these because it's just contrasting against the Greeks and the Gentiles. And the Jews, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, mentioned again like Galatians 3.28, but Christ is all and in all. Can you get, can you grip these verses and realize no matter what distinctions of class, of race, of nationality, of religion, of sex, it's all gone in Christ Jesus. And may that spirit and may that doctrine and may that truth pervade our congregation and every one of our minds that we might know that there's no difference among us and that these little things should not get between us. Because if these big things don't and shouldn't get between us, then the little things shouldn't for sure. But Christ makes all the difference in the world, and that's what unites us together and puts us in one mind, and that's our common union. It's in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank Thee that before the world began, You chose us in Christ Jesus to receive the adoption of sons by your predestination that we might be made accepted in the beloved Christ Jesus. We thank thee that in him all the distinctions of class, of nationality, of education, of culture, of sexual distinction, of employment, of surgery, 
of the covenant made with Abraham, it all disappears. And we thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that Thou hast taken us Gentiles, us barbarians, and, O Lord, we'll call ourselves Scythians, for we have no claim to the kingdom of heaven but through the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee, O Lord of heaven and earth, and we bless Thee and we praise Thee for taking down all of these distinctions, these divisions and differences among men and uniting us in Christ Jesus the Lord. Let us this day, by Your Spirit working in our hearts and minds, overlook and put aside all of the little petty differences far inferior to these differences that we have read in Your Word be put away that we might be one in Christ Jesus. We thank You that we have been made members of one body and the Lord Jesus Christ is its head and the Spirit of the living God directs and motivates each one of us. Mm -hmm. O Lord, forgive us our sins. Have mercy upon us this day. Forgive us when we have allowed any of our little differences to cause us to despise others or to judge others. Heavenly Father, let us love one another and overlook all those things and allow each brother his liberty before Thee and let us constrain and restrain our own liberties for the benefit of others. Heavenly Father, our trust is in Thee. We thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ and His shed blood, His perfect righteousness, His perpetual intercession for us to cover all our sins. Bless us this day. We stand in need of Thee. Without Thee, we can do nothing. With Thee, all things are possible. And, O Lord, we want those possible things through Christ Jesus our Lord this day that we might be united in every way and strengthened in the most holy faith that we will discard our opinions about things that do not matter in Your sight and that we will lay hold of those things that truly do matter before Thee. Heavenly Father, be with Your churches in every place. Be with Your scattered sheep around the world. Comfort them and teach them. Protect them and guide them this very day. We pray for Your ministers. We pray for those that we, that we know of and the many that we do not know of, that You will bless them today. And Father, that You will raise up more that will be faithful men who will declare the Word of God without compromise or apology. We thank You for our nation. We thank You for the abundance of all things that we enjoy. We thank You for the liberties and freedoms, privileges and opportunities that are before each of us. We thank You that our children have such liberties to pursue almost anything that they would desire in the way of professions. We are blessed. We thank You for our government and its rulers. And we pray and we beseech and we supplicate and intercede on their behalf this morning that You would bless them and guide them, protect them, and lead them. Heavenly Father, we do ask that Your presence would be among us this day, that You would guard our hearts, that You would guide our minds, and that You would keep our lips, that everything that is said and done might be acceptable and pleasing in Thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we thank Thee for every good gift that cometh down from above, even in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.